So I force quit using the Mac Studio M1 Ultra, and I'll tell you exactly why in a minute. But first I wanna get into what I am using currently, right now, today. First is the Pixel 7 Pro. And I know that might come as a surprise, a shock to some of you, but I've been buying Google phones almost every year going all the way back to the Nexus One. In fact, fun fact, my first ever YouTube video posted in 2008 was a review of the OG G1. But since I've been working at YouTube for the last many months, I've only been using it more, partly because some features get tested on Android first, like the new Shorts thumbnail frame picker, partly so I'm always using the main YouTube app and Creator Studio on both platforms, and partly because Android just does a neater, cleaner job of keeping my personal Google accounts separate from my work Google accounts, basically with completely separate versions of the main apps, which I kind of just all shades love. Also, fantastic camera and really, truly useful AI features from Magic Eraser to pretty damn magic transcription, which I use a bunch. Of course, I'm also still using the iPhone 14 Pro Max, and I was hoping to go smaller this time, but I've just gotten so used to how productive the big displays let me be, especially on the go. And because iOS is a far more constrained developer target and so many creators use it, creator stuff like video apps and Instagram just tend to work so much better on it. Also, it ensures I'm always using the main YouTube app and Creator Studio everywhere, and I have access to features being tested on iOS first, like the new Reply with Shorts option. But since account separation is pretty much non-existent, I use the Google apps for my work account and the Apple apps for my personal ones, but it's also just about the fastest way I can grab a video or social link from one account and just shoot it off to a colleague on another one when and if I ever need to. And if you want videos on the apps and setups and workflows that I'm using to keep all this stuff cross-platform, just let me know. Now, real talk, I initially wanted to get a Chromebook for work, something just super light, super simple, enough to handle all the daily productivity work that I do, but I've gotten so used to ARM processors on laptops that I just, I could not bring myself to go back to x86. So I decided to try an 11 inch iPad Pro because the hardware is flat out terrific. The performance is just so OP. And I figured it would be able to handle mixed work and personal about as well as an iPhone. And it does, it totally does, except Apple has let nerds convince them to bog down the OS with a bunch of pseudo pro features that are way too awkward for tablet use and yet still far too limited for laptop use. And since I do a ton of video calls now, the camera loitering on the side, causing just such wicked side eye, ended up being a deal breaker for me. So I'm using a MacBook for work for now until either of those options become real options for me. And for this channel, I'm back to using my maxed out 16 inch MacBook Pro rather than my Ultra Mac Studio. And I'm happy to share the apps and setups I'm using for both of those Macs in future videos as well, if you want. But yeah, the MacBook Pro is nowhere nearly as fast as the Ultra Studio, but it's fast enough for what I do. And it's portable, which means I can not only take it with me from the kitchen to the standing desk, to the sitting couch, to the studio and back, now that travel is a thing again, I can take it with me on the plane and to offices and to events everywhere. And here's the thing, here's the kicker, here's what made up my mind. The raw speed is still plenty fast enough that it saves me 
tons of time, not just on renders, but on every little edit, thanks to the responsiveness. And because it offloads so much work onto the coprocessors, like the Media Engine, it means I can render a video and work on a thumbnail in Photoshop at the same time, saving me almost more time, something that just wasn't possible at all previously. Because ultimately, going down from 25 minutes a render on x86 to five minutes on M1 was game-changing. Going down to three minutes and being able to run AI filters on thumbnails at the same time was literally life-changing. But going down to two minutes with twice as fast filtering, and I know this just sounds nuts, but it doesn't turn out to be worth the loss of portability to me. Not unless I was doing five times as many videos or the videos were five times longer or five times more intensive, like 8K or something. But I'm totally open to something coming along that proves me totally wrong on that, something even faster, especially if you all want to invent it for me. And you can get started on that right now with Brilliant.org, which makes college-level courses available to everyone. It's just the most intuitive and engaging way to learn algorithms, computer science, math, physics, quantum mechanics, game theory, and so much more in visual, hands-on ways, including AI, which from generative art and stylized profile pics to text prompts that can write us almost everything is just, it's everywhere right now. And you can get in on it on the ground floor with introduction to neural networking. No pressure, no grades, just puzzles, almost games that are so, so satisfying when everything falls into place and you get it all just exactly right. And Brilliant has thousands of lessons just like these with new exclusive content being added every month. So you never have to stop learning. You just have to start. And you can get started right now, today, for free. Just visit brilliant.org slash Richie or click on the link in the description. And the first 200 of you will get 20% off Brilliant's annual premium subscription. Clicking on that button really helps out the channel. And so does checking out this video on what's got me so bummed about the iPad so recently. Just give it a watch and I'll see you in the next video.